Hello, Samurai Jack fans, and welcome to the AfterBuzz TV Samurai Jack After Show. Jack is back, it's crazy, and we are going to cover episodes one and two after the opening. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Well, I think we're all super stoked to have Samurai Jack back. It's been, what, 10 years? 15! Uh, 15! Like, yeah. I did my waiting. 15 years of it. And that's a man! And we are oh back. <laughs> Welcome to the after show, Samurai Jack fans. We are After Buzz TV, even though our screen says popcorn talk, it's a lie. We still just like popcorn and talk. <laughs> we just really we like... like- Red and white. This yeah. show is yeah. going to be about tasting popcorn and talking. And watching Samurai Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Popcorn.gif. That, that is the motif of this show. But yeah, we are looking at the brand new season of Samurai Jack, which if my numbering is correct is season five, episodes one yes. and two, titled 53 and 54. So I guess we're going for a Steven Universe total numbering thing. Sure. Yeah, no, they've yeah. always counted via Roman numerals. Yes. All right. And with me, I have, of course, the wonderful Megan Salinas. Hey, guys, you can tweet at me at the Mangman. That's T-H-E-M-E. N-G-U-I-N. The glorious Andrew Mena. I'm Andrew Mena. You can check me out at, at, at Andrew Mena. Yeah. Uh, Joelle could not be with us tonight. She's a little bit under the weather, so tweet her your well wishes. Mm-hmm. But we do have Mike Young. Hey guys, what's up? You can find me online at One Youngster, which is O N E Y O U N G S T A. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on the social medias at Kiaje, that is K I A X E T. We have the hashtag that is ABTV Jack because we're just going Yay! for simplicity tonight. Yes. It makes me so happy. And we're going to pull the live chat up in just a little bit. So if you have something that you want to say, if you have any questions, comments, etc., throw them in the hashtag, throw them in the live chat. You may well get a shout out. We already have Adrian Ruiz in the uh, hashtag making Ruby in jokes. Which <laughs> made me laugh like crazy. Uh, so, thank you for that. And you will not understand them if you don't watch the Ruby After Show. No. Wow. So yeah, let's let's talk about this. Just the overarching everything for these two episodes because this season is Endgame, and therefore instead of being episodic, we are going for a full-on follow-through plot. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm just I'm just glad to see the art style back. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh! It's been so a much. The um, ever since Hotel Transylvania came out and actually made money because Gendy <laughs> Tartofsky, um, you know, directed both of those movies. Ever since the first one came out, I've been going. So when do we get our Samurai Jack movie? <laughs> when do we get our Samurai Jack movie? This one made money. Please, please give me my Samurai Jack movie. <laughs> Six fast, seasons in a movie. Six seasons in a movie. Fast forward to now when we finally get these first few episodes. Oh my gosh, it's more it's every it's more than anything I could have asked for. Honestly, the only thing that would be better is actually getting to see it on a theater screen and that honestly, that I don't know. Yeah, that is the only way to make this better. Yeah. I feel like for this like we we have a full season release and then Fathom Events would go, hey, we're just going to have an all-day marathon. You can uh, buy a ticket uh, for that. Like, I'm in. Absolutely. I'm Fathom, in. I'm do down. That we'll now. Shut up and Yo, take my that, money. That could, be, that could be real cool. Just going to request cool. me a fat. You know, the ticket's going to be like $50, $60. They're going to take yeah. up a theater for the whole day. But, uh, yes, please. Yeah, Two the, once. the only yeah. other thing is that after that first episode, I was like, I have to wait a week for the next <laughs> one. <laughs> and no, there wasn't one this week. Oh, gosh. It, it, that kind of hurt. That kind of hurt. It's so, all y'all Rick and Morty fans, I hope you are super happy. Yes. And it just gives us a chance as an after show to catch up a little bit earlier. Yeah, let's go. That's so, cool, too. Yeah, we, yeah, Jack is not doing super well on his own. I mean, yeah, it's it's so exciting because it, it like 
you're, it's grown up Jack. It's ten. Yeah. Years, it's fifteen yeah. years later, Jack. Fifteen well, I mean, years, 15 five years later, zero. But fifteen years in our timeline. Or oh, that's true. Yeah. I just mean it's it's like a, it's like the mature version we're, we're all hoping for, and they really delivered on being like, yeah, no, we uh, we know you're adults. This is the adult version of this story now. You know, taking it to really dark places because I, I did not expect them to go there. Oh no! And they really went there. They did. Well, the your ghosts, dad is on fire and crucified, and that is a river of zombies, yeah. and that just yeah. ooh, terrible. Hashtag way. river of zombies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Haunts. Yeah. Haven't seen Mandarins. that since Z Nation. Right. <laughs> yeah. But so. what I love about this is that there have actually been studies about the human need for connection. And you see all these zombie apocalypse shows where it's like, well, I'm the lone survivor and I've been surviving alone for 10 years. That is like (laughs) 2% of the population that can actually handle that. Most people need other people. And Jack is not 2% of the population. He is not doing well cut off from all other contact. Yeah, he's even having issues just like... His dialogue with himself is a problem. Yeah. Oh, God, that dialogue and in episode two about, do I just want it to end? The like, only oh. honorable thing you can do. And, oh, man. Well, not to mention, you know, kudos again to we Phil Lamar. Because, right. like, yeah. because we Because this is, this is a performance where, like, we hear... Jack emote in a way that I'm sure Phil Lamar isn't used to to acting for Jack. Yeah. Um, just having him yell and scream at himself while still having to do the the very understated for the other side of the performance as well. Well, so. we have Jack from 50 years ago and Jack now yeah. having a conversation. Yeah. And that angry is, Jack from 50 years ago. And that is two different voices. And that's just like that's Dan Green levels of having a conversation with yourself, and I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so he's not doing super well. Nah, not at all. And I think even though he's very he's very good at kind of fighting his way through things. Oh yeah. But he's not good at the quiet moments and I think that that's where this season is really going to shine. Oh, is yeah. those quiet moments when he has to deal with what his situation is. Yeah, I was I was really excited to be taken back like the the old episodes of Samurai Jack that opened with just like the crunching of leaves and footsteps oh, and so just the yeah. beauty of nature and then, like and then it's so majestic and so like old fashioned samurai movie and I'm yeah. just so excited you know that they're taking such care in the cinema like again obviously like ne- they never didn't do that but like yeah. the care in the cinematography well, and the way that everything looks and, and feels now it's in HD guys yes. oh, <laughs> because it's been so, so it's been so long since we've oh, seen yeah. this because the way he plays with color and shapes is we we haven't seen it in so long so it's it's almost like it's new because yeah. it's like it's like yeah we've seen it but it's it's been so long and it's so saw, simple but it's it says so much yeah. like, i saw someone a, a few weeks ago tweet that uh the new samurai jack is basically a master class in color theory mm. and yeah. there were screenshots of the leaves of the fire of the um we don't know if that's the ghost of his ancestors. We don't know if that's death itself. We, yeah. we don't know what he's hallucinating, but it is very traditional samurai with the armor and the four different swords and the yeah. horse and the antlers on the yeah. helmet. Like it's, it's very stylized, but it's still very traditional. 
And that's also what we have with Jack's armor and with the mask that he was wearing at the beginning. That's all very traditional samurai armor. I was going to bring that it's up. It's just not usually three feet no. tall. Uh, is it too <laughs> early? Helmet. Is it too early to talk about that green samurai? Or a lot of people on Reddit no. are calling him the Green Knight. Um, mm. Is it too early to speculate as to whether or not the fig- the thing that he's seeing in terms of this knight is actually real or a hallucination? Because obviously, seeing all of the zombies and and yeah. seeing the forest on fire, those are hallucinations. But is the Green Knight himself real? Like, is that an actual thing that happens to be following Jack? I think it's a consistent hallucination. Yeah. I think it might be him failing to face his duty because we see in a flashback that he's lost the sword. We have no idea yes. when or how that happened, but that was evidently a thing. But we never see him going back for it. We don't. We don't know what happened yeah. in that span of time no because context. obviously it was a chunk of time ago. And so I wonder if that's not like, no, this is still your duty. No, you still need to do this because every time he sees that, he freaks out and runs away. Good. That's a good point. Now I will say, I think he's real. Ooh. I don't know why I'm on the real train because I think it's, it's more been, interesting if it's real. Right? Yeah, because Ooh. I think they're playing that against the hallucination he's having. And for him to, I think it's going to be a situation where he thinks it's fake, and then he's like, whoa, it's real. And I think that's going to play out in a whole different way, maybe something that he has to, you know, another hurdle for him to cross, mm-hmm. which a lot of Samurai Jack is, but it's it's weird, because it's so simple, but it's extremely complex at the same time. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what that, what that night represents to him and what conquest that'll represent. I'm going to throw something out there because I love what both of you said. So I think that you're right about it, like, representing duty and that idea of, like, what mm-hmm. he has to do. And I love what you said about it totally being a real person. So what if it's him? What if it's another version of him? Oh, my God. It could very well be him from the future. Yeah, yes. once, you start, once you start splitting time and stuff, that could be He's another been version. in the future. How do you know? Like, yeah, what yeah. if this is another we, time traveling We Jack? have some discussions to talk about in terms of whether or not he can even go back or if that, like, comes into, like, a, you know, alternate time line sort of territory. Yeah. That Multiverse is Harry theory. Potter seeing his own Patronus <laughs> cast at him, mm. time traveling madness. Like that, <laughs> that's what we're starting to get into there. Um, if but. I could throw a theory out there, I I know it's cliche to say at this point. <laughs> I'm sure there are tons of people on Reddit who are like, whatever. That's the easy answer. But it's also possible that this could be death. I mean, mm. it could be a okay. Shinigami of some sort. That apparently, according to Reddit, the Grim Reaper wasn't a concept that would have been available available to Jack given the time period, but Shinigamis were. That being said, Jack has also been unable to age for 50 years. Even if the Grim Reaper wasn't a concept for him, it's definitely a concept for the audience. Okay. It's Kravitz, just marking off time. <laughs> and going, well, well, oh, I understood boy. that reference. Yeah, good, I'm glad. The other thing we need to talk about, because this looks like it's going to be a running thing, is the Daughters of Aku. Yes! The seven daughters are, at the end of episode two, the six... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the sixth Presumably, oh, no, she's super dead. She's dead. Like, that was a throat slit and blood spatter. That was... And even if she somehow survived the throat slitting, he exploded that hallway. She's dead. She's super 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 d
the way it was done, the way they were trained was very cool. Even their birth sequence, that scene, which was is very different cool. than anything else we've seen in this show. Like yeah. the second yeah. that happened, I was like, "Yep, this is for grownups now." Whoa, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we got the opening scene with Jack, and it's always got the motorcycle and the armor and the guns and the whatnot. Mm-hmm. And we're like, "Yeah, but this still feels like Samurai Jack." And then we cut to this woman giving birth and screaming at all this imagery. And it's like, "Oh, oh, oh we are yeah. on Adult Swim." Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like this is a little different. <laughs> yeah. And we get. And, a- oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say we get Ashi, that one, the spiky yeah. girl, who is the like our only ma- one with a name. The yep. only one so mm, far that we know yeah. the name of. Yeah, but like I- I'm just so excited. She seems so uh, different, and like there are those couple moments we have of like them trying to break her extra, you know. Yeah, which means you know she's gonna be the one with the personality that may or may not have the redemption arc later on down the line. And she has yeah. the best hair, so she's already the she, best. She, hair. she does have Ooh, pretty disagree. Green hair. There was someone really? with straight up cloud hair that was just like I, oh, I like yeah, her Vegeta was- hair. Uh, <laughs> there's, like there's also the the one girl who does have like unfortunate Aku hair that mm, like mom. when when the mask went on it's like yeah that that it was, was like the exact same. it was, it was like, perfectly fitted too yeah, it was like, it was like yeah. this is right there right Perfect. Here, right there. I'm pretty sure it's actually her hair keeping <laughs> the mask in place yeah. and this is one of those sequences where okay, what is the passage of time as shown in this series because we have these kids from birth to presumably adulthood or at least the competent teenager head. I would I would say like 17, 18 youngest. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably right around 20, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be my guess. I would, I would but totally we agree. have did all of this happen like at one point and then we can assume that them running out to go kill a man happens at the same time as Jack's kind of three-day montage of hallucinating things and saving people. Like the passage of time in this series intercut as it is is a little weird. Yeah. When it comes to montages yeah. like this. We, yeah. we don't know, again, these girls, we don't know if they have an actual father or if it's like straight up dark magic pregnancy thing that happened yeah. there. But if Aku hasn't been seen in years, <laughs> which is what has been said yeah. more than once, like they're worshiping him like they haven't seen this guy like in, in a dog's age. In yeah. probably like decades. They say yeah. the goal at one point, the madam, I don't know what to call her, head mother? The madam, yeah, the madam Madam Scary Lady. The yeah. crazy woman. Yeah, crazy the woman cult basically. Leader. Yeah, cult mom. leader. She yeah. Just mom. Mom yeah. works. <laughs> she says that, darn it, now I've completely forgotten because I'm we all of these We will earn honor in your eyes or something and like that. And will, you will yeah, honor yeah, us oh, with your glory with your, or something with your like visit, that. With your presence again. Yeah. Yeah. She says essentially that they that he hasn't been here and that he they want him to be here like sorry. well and jack also said that <laughs> it sounds like hasn't shown his that, face like he just ages. never calls again yeah. right yeah. <laughs> like and maybe that is the story and he's like, like they, the deadbeat dad they, of these seven daughters wow. they had some fun and he just never called her i mean the way that that second episode starts where he's just like pet like just kind of goofing in his bed in the morning like, let's let's talk about that a little bit because it. aku is not he's not having a good time either no. he thought he'd just be able to wait this out and nope nope jack's not dying oh man his therapist Oh my god! I loved him just melting into a puddle at the end of it. Like I'm a puddle of anxiety and sad. It's so funny. It's so funny because Aku can be very scary, and obviously the the devastation that he has wrought upon the world is visible in many different ways in the lives that he's destroyed. But like at the same time, 
Aku himself was always kind of a goof. Yeah. And it, like, hey guys, remember that one time Aku phoned for a henchman like it was a pizza? Yes. Hey guys, remember that time Aku cross-dressed like because it was funny? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just lots of things. And it's seeing a scene like this and and uh, along with the robot in the first episode too, Scaramouche, uh. um, where you remember, oh yeah, this was a really funny cartoon. Oh, yeah. Uh, And it's kind of interesting to see that juxtaposition with the darker tone. And I love the parallel of both Jack and Aku going crazy. Like, this isn't a good situation for either of them. (laughs) They are both going insane because of what's happening. Well, and I feel like Aku, most of the time when we see him be full-on scary, it's the scenes in the past and then when we see him when in the he future, has conquered the world, yeah, when we yeah. see him in the future, he's a Lord, goober because yeah. it's been hundreds and hundreds he's and maybe like, thousands it's not of fun years. Anymore. Yeah. yeah, and it's like <laughs> I've conquered the world. Life is good. Oh, now he's showing up. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I threw him in for this year, and that timer's just about due. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. takes- oh, that's not my timer. He just showed up. And he takes <laughs> such issue with the like people coming to pay tribute who are just like getting mud on his floor, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, you're getting yourselves everywhere," or whatever. It's so. <laughs> but- yeah, like he's we, just finding things to be upset about. It's yeah, great. we saw him as just a total goof when Jack showed up in the future because he'd had all that time to be like, "Well, I'm in charge of everything. Life is good. I'm gonna kill some people and, and mellow out." And he's insanely powerful. Oh yes. yeah, like, yeah. But if there's no more challenge, they they're both stagnating because yeah. Jack is falling into this pattern of kill, survive, kill, survive, kill, survive, mm-hmm. kill robots, survive. Rather, we need to be yeah. very specific about that. And Aku just isn't even looking for him anymore. He hasn't come for me. He hasn't presented anything. Well, the, I thought I'd just be able to hands off well, and let him die. The other thing is, too, is he doesn't know Jack's lost the sword. Right. Yeah. So, like, oh, yeah, he's, right. he's being standoffish because he's like, I don't want to get my hands dirty because there's one thing on this earth that can kill me, and, and it's, it's that. that sword. Yeah. So I'll just wait the problem out. And the idea that he can't wait the problem out means that he will eventually have to face the one thing that could potentially kill him because he's already sent waves and waves and waves of robot henchmen yeah, after this guy. And Jack has beat how many people by now? Oh, well, Man. And Aku has tried every now and then, has tried going toe-to-toe with him himself too and sometimes he's like yeah, we'll meet again samurai, whatever. But other times he straight up got beat and he's like, what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah, I love the state of limbo we're basically in with both Jack and Aku where you know, he's, he's he has nothing left to do with his power and he, he doesn't have his sword so now he feels like he's lost his purpose, he's lost his direction. He's he literally lost his, he's screamed at him about his purpose uh, yeah. by, his, <laughs> by his ancestors. Uh, yeah. And Scaramouche nearly upset that balance because, oh, you don't have a sword. Hey, Aku, guess what? And then, I you know Aku's favorite assassin, babe. Oh. <laughs> Who is this? Uh, the, we, what, we need what, to talk about He Ray was the Ball crooner Wendell. of Carnage. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the, we so do have a new voice for Aku, his, Greg Baldwin. Though, yeah, when he scat oh. after the 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 flute got cut in half, <laughs> that was amazing. Oh. Like, I, oh, that is a verb man, that with too funny. many meanings, right? I was mentioning this earlier, but I really was kind of sad, like or like hoping, like halfway through, that he would survive this fight, so yes! we get we get, yeah. we get score more Scaramouche. I, I, I definitely want to uh. talk about uh, Greg Baldwin, but like. Freaking Scaramouche was so cool. Everything from his hat to his coat to his high-heeled boots uh, to his float yeah. to his spinning swords and his yeah. tuning fork sword. Oh, it was I love so the singing great. Sword. Giant rock golem thing. I was, like, yeah. watching yeah. it, I was like, I love 
love this guy. I'm going to be real sad when he's dead. And yeah. sure enough, sure enough. I'm this real is sad. a chaotic evil bard. Yeah. Yes! Like, wow. that, that is there a chaotic is. evil bard. That'll do it. Bringing it back to D&D. <laughs> Everything lives in D&D. Yeah, it all can. It should. <laughs> and... This this is the campaign where you know everyone went off to college and then had kids and they came back and went you know what we're having a nice little ten year reunion do you want to just do a session for one night and just finish it out sure that's what this is speaking of like I think I think Wikipedia had like eight episodes listed but I have no idea how long this limited series actually is yeah yeah because they they've been very tight lipped on how long it's going to be. Yeah, we because know I'm still that this is it. But... Yeah, we know this is it, but I'm I'm like, since this is it, can we get like 22 episodes? Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know that's crazy to ask. A continuous episode, like an, a continuous story for 22 episodes <laughs> would be so cool. It would be... It's almost like a lot of other animated series do that. Well, yeah. um, and and it, it is cool um, seeing Jack do a continuous story because uh, with the exception of the pilot, for the most part, um, there were some exceptions here and there, but for the most part, every episode of Samurai Jack was just very episodic. It was Jack mm-hmm. comes to a new place, saves the day, wanders off into the sunset. Yeah. Occasionally evergreen. scares yeah. the hell out of the viewers. Uh, Chad is saying ten episodes? Keep oh, my okay. fingers crossed. That would be great. Yes. Question mark? I'm down with that. I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm Even excited. though it's kind of it's kind of sad, yeah. But at the same time, it's like you know what? Again, if, you end, if you end on a high note, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm gonna go with better than nothing. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That's yes. totally Which fair. is what we would have gotten otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So Greg, Greg Baldwin, <laughs> he's doing a really good job. He does. Yes. Um. He they got him to to replace poor Mako. You know, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. That there. And here's the thing: is that everybody knows there's no replacing Mako, but as far as impressions go, Greg Baldwin does a really good job. And yeah. he did uh, some voice work for Iroh. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I was wondering yeah. if that was mm-hmm. him. Yeah, he yeah does a really same guy. Job. So, great casting. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I think that was really well done. And you can tell it's not the same person, but mm-hmm. it's not jarring. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's not egregious. He also literally says at some point, I'm not the same Aku as before. It's kind of like a, yeah. a shout out to like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, hey, you know, respect to that. And it's like, you know, just letting people know. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> hey guys, we're doing something anymore. new. Okay? I don't care. <laughs> Go with it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. He is, just saying, I he don't is crazy. Care and slowly lowering out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure someone has gifted that at this point, and I sincerely yeah. need that gift. Please put it in the hashtag. Yeah, I need this in my life. Yeah. Um, I think we need to. We, um, we're running really short on time because we have half an hour and 45 minutes of content to talk about. Oh, so, I love so the parallels man. with the wolf in oh, this yes. episode. The lone wolf and those yes. giant mouth tigers. I yeah, get that. Scary. The jaw hinge on those things. Right. Dear. They are, it was like they by their shoulders. Half mouth. Yeah. 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 Like and I love body. that we have these mutated production. The Yeah, the mutated productions. Pro- Boy, I cannot think of the word. <laughs> but the future has produced these crazy mutated tigers mm. and a wolf that seems like it's come from straight out of 500 years ago. Yeah. So it yeah. just seems to be a straight up wolf. A weird little parallel we've got. Uh, yeah, very, the, a very. They both come. They both come to a fork in the road. 
They both go the same way, and they yeah. both get attacked Aww. by weird, crazy, strong assailants. Can we talk about that freaking, like, the fight scene at both um, in the rain and in, and in the temple were amazing. Oh my yes. God. And I, I feel like it's safe to say that with these first couple of episodes, like, this, you know, this final season of Samurai Jack is shaping up to be literally the best thing that Gendy Tartofsky has ever done. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, magnum opus. The no. choreography, the sound design, the set design. Now, you, I will, being a Star Wars guy, some of the stuff he did with lighting with Anakin in that fight in the rain. Yes. You know, that was that was extremely, that was on. I loved that was his hot. Clone Wars so much. <laughs> yes. It was so good. It was hot. Same, it's not canon, but it's hot. Oh, but God. this season uh, has been... Just with the like the training sequence, the fights, the, just the because it makes it look lighting in yeah. the hallway, oh man, yeah. just so like I said, so simple. Like you look at it and you're like, oh, this is simple. This is well, you know, this is even easy. Even just them and disappearing into complex. the shadows. It's so yeah. good. The use of and, black and shadow in this show, mm-hmm. and like there's so many frames that are just like almost all black, and then a small window of something happening, yes. and Jack running through it, and multiple things. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible. Or like and when metal said, clashes in the dark, and you just see, see like, sparks. yeah. And you said something about the uh, settings that they have in the show, and that really rang true for the temple. Oh, yeah. Um, when we were watching it again uh, just a little bit ago, I was like, something Samurai Jack has always done really well is giving you these set pieces that you feel have these elaborate, lavish backstories to yeah. them. Um, because, you know, Jack is just wandering through this unknown future. And so when he sees a place and goes, hmm, yeah, this is a thing where something big clearly happened here. That's what we feel. And when we see this temple uh, underground, you know, lit by firefly light, you know, <laughs> at the base of what we assume is probably a giant tree with a dead king surrounded by lots and lots that of tombs. Cool. Presumably oh, that was cool. That was cool. And that, the music for that scene, I need that in my life. Uh, I really do. It was, yeah, it yeah. was incredible. Yeah. So and, and they could have done um, that entire scene silently um, with just the little bit of sound effects to add a lot of tension, but I love that they they got rid of most of the sound effects in lieu of the music because, like, when when we see one of them turn their head, we don't know whether or not she heard Jack like breathing or gripping onto that, you yeah. know, onto his weapon. Um, or a firefly just being where it wasn't supposed oh, to be. Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, um, because we can't hear what they're hearing, it's like, do they do they know where he is? And yeah. when they start converging on a single spot, they're like, we're like, do they have the right spot? And it's so good. It's uh, and the, this, just the moment when he jumps <laughs> out is even it's man. It's, it was amazing. It's a, yeah. It's top quality. It's, it's hard to, I guess, like... I think this is Gendy Tartofsky's magnum opus. Yeah. I think it's going yeah. to be. All right, we're running really short on time, and we do have a thing that we want to address in predictions. So this, we have Jack killing a person, which is something he's going to have to come to terms oh with. Provided he survives, because he yeah, has he an abdominal wounded. wound. And just, nuts and bolts, just nuts and bolts. Holy oh. cow! Not nuts and bolts. Not nuts and bolts. Oh, dear God. All Flesh right, that blood. was a uh. thing. Yeah. Okay, so uh, are we... Your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> I was Thank just you. about to ask. We are good. Megan, do you want to introduce these? Okay, so when we see Jack, um, and at some point, Aku mentions that he eradicated all the time portals, I go... Maybe not all of them, because uh, there was an episode called Jack and the... I want to say... 
It was just numbered, but basically uh, there was a guardian who was protecting uh, one of said time portals, and he kicked the crap out of Jack um, in that particular episode, and towards the end of the episode, um, you know, Jack uh, gets sent away, um, and the guardian turns around to look into the time portal, and the thing is, is that he was like, you can't enter it just yet. There's only one person that's meant to go through, and it's not you in the here and now. It's you in the future, basically. And we have this picture of Jack in the future looking very old, with long hair and a beard, um, and that's where the episode ends. And I was never sure if that was where the series was planning on going, if that was like the planned endgame, or if that was just one of a potential future that could happen because again we don't quite know how time travel works in a series where we only got to see one one way trip so it's hard to tell so yeah I just I thought that was really interesting and in those screenshots he does look like he has aged and that's obviously not the case here yeah well again he could go back to that portal and then when he goes back in time he might age rapidly we don't know we don't know (laughs) these are the questions we don't know any questions but Uh the answers are gonna have to wait until next week because we are out of time uh we are on itunes please rate comment subscribe leave us five stars leave us reviews when you leave a review you do get a shout out and it helps us stay on the air as an after show obviously we don't have any yet because first episode but (laughs) please do the thing win the stuff it'll be great in the meantime, Megan, where can the people find you? Hey guys, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I am also on a bunch of shows here at After Buzz, and I write articles for the Movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. Oh, oh. I'm Andrew. <laughs> uh, it's my Are turn you? now. I'm Andrew Meta. You can find me on Twitter at, at Andrew Meta. Uh, to Instagram at the Andrew Meta, and then uh, to find me elsewhere. Just Google me. It'll be great. <laughs> and you can find me online at Wanyosa, which is O-N-E-Y-O-U-N-G-S-T-A. Do shows here, Jedi Alliance and Blind Spot. Uh, you can also find me on Black Hollywood Live at Nerd Soul. Just search it one word, N-E-R-D-S-O-U-L. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me all over the social medias at Kiaget. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. I also have a YouTube channel of the same name. We're going to be talking about Red vs. Blue on that channel real quick because season premiered. <laughs> uh, Arrow's on hiatus. Samurai Jack is heating up. And... Uh, Iron Fist, that's what it is. Tuesdays at 6. Super fun. All right, thank you guys so much for joining us for this first episode. Be sure to join us next week. We're going to talk about 3 and 4, and we will see you then. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.